The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. The Underdog Sports Podcast Network presents Hang Time, a pro basketball podcast. Welcome to uh, the Hangtime Podcast. I'm Will Posnan, and I'm joined by my co-host, New York Liberty Center, Kia Stokes. Hey, hey. and uh, we're gonna we're gonna start with um, a little Game of Thrones. So, spoiler alert from an episode like it'll be two weeks ago by the time this comes out, and you can just skip five minutes ahead if you haven't seen the episode somehow. If you're the one person on Earth that watches <laughs> Game of Thrones but has not seen the episode, right? I doubt that happened. So, uh, spoilers coming immediately. Battle Winterfell happened. Uh, the Night King is no more. What did you think of the episode, Kia? Arya is my bitch. I love her so much. (laughs) I knew she was going to do some damage. She had to. I just, I love her. I don't know what else to say. She just is a boss. She's a beast. She, I wish she could kill Cer- uh, Cersei next. I just, I just don't think she's gonna get two major kills in one season. So. Yeah. If if Arya kills Cersei, then it becomes like it's like that LeBron team that uh, where Kyrie got hurt and they were playing the Warriors competitive just with LeBron. Like Arya's done more heavy lifting than a lady with two dragons and the prince who was promised. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean. I love Daenerys, and she's still. I still want her to be the the queen at the end of this. I'd rather have her the queen than John as a king. Yeah, but oh, I need Arya. She need to do the heavy lifting. Ex- and then, explain your thought process on uh, wanting da- uh, Daenerys as the queen over John. Cause I liked her from the jump too. <laughs> like her brother was a piece of yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, and <laughs> sold her to the Dorthrakis, and then she had to. She came out the fire and wasn't burnt. Birth these dra- well she didn't get birth but <laughs> hatched these dragons started doing all this th- all this shit freed the slaves did everything and she deserves that and just because John like technically is the heir but he didn't even know so you can't just like hop in and take that like this is what Daenerys wanted this is what she had been fighting for like you can't snatch that shit from her yeah like, she deserves that <laughs> so you want her to be queen because she wants it more than John John would be happy. With just like a group of eleven guys to do military training drills with, <laughs> yeah, know? like I just want her to get it. All the stuff she's went through. I mean, okay, granted, John's been through a lot as well, but like from the jump, you <laughs> knew that was her goal. And obviously, I thought she was dope. She had the dragons. She had all this stuff. She freed some people, built up all her armies. Like she did everything so she could get to this point. John, he's just. I mean, he's a great guy. You know, he's honorable. He does what's right and wants to protect the wall and power to him. But I want Daenerys to be the queen at the end of the day. Well, speaking of people who went through a lot, uh, one of my guys had a big moment in the episode. What do you think of Theon's redemption? Man, whatever. (laughs) I don't – I still don't like him. I really don't. And the way he went out, I mean – you can't just charge right at him. Like, what did he think was going to happen? He did what he was supposed to do. The three-eyed raven was, like, said the Pat Riley pep talk that he needed to go kill another 10 seconds of clock time so Arya could show up. He was crucial, 
to the world being saved. Yeah, I still don't care. I don't like <laughs> Dion. Ever since he whatever he took over Winterfell, whatever, yeah, and then killed he those kids. Left his sister to die and But he rescued I don't know. I don't like him. Okay. Uh now do you take any points away from Daenerys based on the fact that everybody she has led has now been killed by the Night King? Literally like all the Dothraki and most of the uh unsullied. It's like was it the right idea for them to sign up with her and fight a war they didn't really have any part in? I mean, that's what they were there for. The Unsullied do what she asked. That's what they're trained for. So she bought them. That was legal. Yes. And then she freed the them. Raki, it just happened to be that way. I mean, I feel bad, but, yeah. you know, they had to see what they was going against. Yeah. No, they, they played a crucial role in just making sure their home team was had the shit scared out of them. That was like that was brutal. Dude, that that would be so terrible to just be one of the guys like, "Okay, well, the Dothraki are going to come in, they're going to make a mark and then, you know, then I'm just going to basically pick up the pieces whatever they don't clean up I got and then the the, the Dothraki just are gone in 10 seconds." Yeah. I mean, it sucks, but you know, there was there was not they weren't gonna come out of this war with a bunch of people still alive. That's like, true. Um, the Night King's army had like <laughs> twenty, I don't know, two hundred times more than them. Like, there's no way they should have won. You know who had a and great first of all, yeah? Or second of all, the um, the Night King's you know right hand men they ain't shit because how do they not <laughs> see this little girl jump up behind them? Like how did she get so far? I don't understand that. That's true. They uh. They were just – I mean, they're just yes-men. They're just – I was thinking about it in terms of like – they're just like the people that follow around Floyd Mayweather that go, you're the best, Floyd. And it's like, what are you contributing? But they drive a Jaguar. They have just like incredibly luxurious lives and they're not helping at all. Um, what do you think of uh, the the little girl who killed the giant, Lila Mormont? That was, she's, a, she's, she's a G. Dude, I mean – Little girls are the only Achilles heel of the Night King. <laughs> Yeah, apparently. I mean, she killed the big old giant. You know, mm-hmm. props to her. She wanted to fight. You know, she did her part. She was saying that from day one, she's gonna do what she needs to do to help them win, and it definitely helped them. Okay. Well, uh, I, I'm excited to see where the rest of the season goes, and I'm also excited to see what's gonna happen in the rest of the NBA playoffs. So let's go back to the NBA. Uh, Eagle just came in, and we are ready to talk. Let's start with uh, the Raptors and the Sixers. Kia, uh, do you, are you leaning towards – the series is tied, but are you leaning towards a team? Uh, not really. I'm very interested, interested to see how it goes. Um, I wanted to go to a game seven, though, so I can see more games because I've seen <laughs> literally like bits and pieces of both games, so I, I need to see more. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely leaning towards the Raptors. I just I think that uh, when, who you want to win or who you think's gonna win? Who I think's gonna? I think that the I'm very confident that the Raptors are gonna win the East, the whole East, and I have no confidence about who wins the West. Like, which is crazy. If before the season you told me that, I'd be like, oh no, I'd be very. Con- I mean, I'd lean towards the Warriors winning the West, but uh, yeah, I just think the Raptors. Um, are a matchup nightmare for the Sixers, especially if Embiid is not in, is not fully healthy. 
because they have the guys to really frustrate everything that makes the Sixers dangerous. You're nodding your head no, Eagle. I know the Sixers are your one team left in the playoffs. So why? So you're leaning towards the Sixers winning the series? It's 1-1 right now, right? It is 1-1. Why are you talking like it's 2-0, dog? No, no, no. Listen, listen. <laughs> the Sixers are going to win. Okay. Tell me why. Because they got the best starting five in basketball outside of the Warriors. Even arguably with the Warriors. Yeah, I think especially with Cousins hurt. You can make a case they have the best starting five in basketball. Boom. But it's how they fit together, too. I mean, They fit together kind of decent. Yeah, decent. Decent's not going to... Well, who, Decent will beat Toronto, who so has who, no type of playoff experience. Well, I mean, that whole team went to the Eastern Conference Finals year after year, and then they added Kawhi, who's a Finals MVP. They got some guys. Dog, Toronto doesn't really win. <laughs> Every year they hype up Canada. Last year. And Drake celebrates on the bench. That's a fact. And Drake hops up and down, and then he makes another song where he's singing rap. Yeah, that's what he, he does. And then he cries because they lose. They don't make it to the finals, dog. It's Toronto we're talking about. So last week, uh, one of my favorites in the moments in the episode was you calling me on my shit for saying that Philly is magical, but now you're saying that Toronto is cursed? It's not that they're cursed. They're just some franchises that just you just don't expect them to win a, anything. Yeah. Like, like there's no, there's other. No, I li- like I'm from that. Washington. I'm very familiar. with Like you're not like you know who's gonna win this year? The Memphis Grizzlies. Like you just don't yeah. say that. It's just not a thing. That's true. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. I just think they're gonna lose, dog. So, which player on the Sixers is the MVP of this series? Then, because I I'm leaning towards like, oh, Kawhi's gonna be the best player by far for the rest of the series. That's the beautiful thing about the Sixers is like they switch up who stars every night. Like, one night Ben Simmons will lead the team, the other night Jimmy Butler will. And then if Joel Embiid's feeling healthy, Joel Embiid will lead the team. See, I would think that Joel Embiid would have to dominate this series for the Sixers to win. But um, the last game, that the, the game the Sixers won, Joel didn't even dominate. I know, but the Raptors gave up, like, a big lead early and then chipped away at it the whole game. I and mean, I just don't that's what happens, it. baby. That's true. That's Jimmy Butler. But, like, I thought that the Thunder and Blazers were very even, but then the the Thunder would give up a big lead early every game. Too and... soon. I'm not ready to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about it. That hurt. That hurt. So, Kia, any other thoughts on uh, Raptors-Sixers? Um, no, nah, like I said, I just wanted to go to seven so I can actually see a little more. But other than that, no. I think it'll go six or seven. I just, I'm leaning towards uh, the Raptors winning the whole East. But in the rest of the East, we got the Bucks and the Celtics also at 1-1. And that series, I have, I watched both games and I have no idea what's going to happen in game three. Uh, what What do you guys think of that series? Go ahead, Eagle. I, I think um, both those teams ain't making it to the finals. Um, I think I agree with that. Um, if if the Celtics win, they have a better shot than Milwaukee. I really don't think Milwaukee has a shot at the finals. Um, Why is that? Just because it's a one man team. I mean, they have like what one other player that's okay, but it's like but that's not a finals team. But they're getting Brogdon back, so they'll have more shooting. It's not enough for you. It's not enough. Um, also. To be honest, bro, like, overall, looking at the playoffs right now, I kind of think the Warriors got it again, bro. It's kind of sad to say it, and I don't want to say it, but I kind of think they got it again. Yeah. When they really try, I mean, they're just such a good team. Like, it's just, like, they're so stacked. Like, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry alone, like, just them. And put a bunch of bums around them, 
that's a contending team. Well, one thing I think people haven't mentioned yet that they should is Draymond has looked so good the whole playoffs. And everybody was saying he was, like, washed earlier in the year or on his way to wash. And it's been the opposite. He was just kind of waiting. I mean, that team was never going to miss the playoffs. They played bad all season and got the one seed. Like, bad yeah. for them, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're beatable, to be honest, bro. I hate saying it, but, but I don't think they Steph are. But Steph and Clay are both nicked up. They could be hurt at... You don't, They're not really hurt. They're hurt the way like professional wrestling says people are hurt. Okay. Like, they'll come back and hit somebody with a chair. <laughs> Kia, do you think that's a valid? Because I hear that at sports bars too. Is that a valid take to be like, oh, they're not that hurt? Can people? Can like Kerr do that? Can he just put a guy on injury reserve or whatever? That's not really. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. They can be like, I mean, oh, just strategically, maybe his ankle. No. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, oh, he's questionable. Like, soreness. Yeah, you can say whatever you want just to keep the other team on their toes or I don't know. But at the end of the day, true competitors, if they're able to play, they're going to play. Yeah. So okay. Yo. they might be questionable, <laughs> but if they can play, they're going to play. And if they really are that hurt, then they'll sit out. But I don't think they're that hurt. Golden State is so good that they ease through the regular season on some chill shit. Like, on some like, we're going to wait for the playoffs. We get the number one seed. We're chilling. We'll lose a couple games. And now they're in the playoffs, and they're so good. They're like, oh, let's just chill and wait to the finals. <laughs> like, they're literally just, like, relaxed the whole time. And then the finals, it's going to be, like, four zip, whoever they go against. You think so? I think they're just going to go hard in the finals and be like, this is what we were waiting for. Okay. Nah. What they're you- not going to go 4-0 in the finals. You don't think so? No. They can't. I'll be so mad. <laughs> I'd be so mad, too. Honestly, though, I think the Sixers have the best shot. Yeah? Yeah. They're the only team that can line up with them. Like, a starting five could line up with them. They have a lot of firepower on the Sixers. I think for the Sixers to beat a team like the Warriors, they need Ben Simmons to just jump a level. Like, because Embiid's great, but Draymond is the perfect guy to, like, give him some problems. And so, there. I mean, and I felt that way against the Raptors, too. Why like, do you keep talking like the Sixers is just Embiid? Like, they don't have Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. Like, they dog, they have a team full of guys that could drop 30. Tobias Harris has not impressed me in the playoffs. And I, I love his game. I just, like... There's been he hasn't I thought he would single handedly win a game or two this like per series like one per series and Jimmy Butler hasn't been locking anybody down defensively. J Cole is going to come alive come finals okay yeah okay <laughs> he does because they're going to try to lock up Jimmy Butler they're going to try to lock up Ben going to lock up Joel and they're going to forget about J Cole Cole World come to finals Watch. okay Cole World <laughs> I like that. Uh, so moving to the West, we touched on it a little. Let's okay. Let's go to a uh, Nuggets Blazers. Um, that series is so up in the air, but it's really fun to watch. Um, do you think that either of these teams? So you kind of alluded to it, but both of you guys don't think these teams could win the West potentially. No, I don't think so. Hell no. Yeah. Um, which team do you think would give the Warriors, presumably the Warriors, more trouble, Kia? Um, Portland? Yeah. I don't know. I just said something. <laughs> I don't know. It would, It's just tough because I feel like on any given night, any team could, like, Dame could go off for 60 if he wanted to, but is he going to be enough to, like, stop all of Golden State? Like, it's just, it's tough. So, I don't know. But I hope. But I don't know. Are you rooting for anybody in, in that series? Um, yeah, I want Portland to win, and then if they play Golden State, I want Portland to win again. So, <laughs> whether that's going to happen, eh, 
I don't know, but you know, I'm hoping there's always a chance. I think there's always a chance. I think Portland's playing really well. Like I think in game one, uh, the Nuggets played really, really well, and both those teams actually have higher ceilings than I think people give them credit for having. Um, I think the Blazers are a little bit more consistent. I could see. I mean, I could see after the way this playoffs has gone, I could see the Blazers beating anybody, but but not if uh, Golden State's bringing their absolute A game. I think they would have to bring their A. They've gotten kind of lucky against the Rockets, I feel like. Dog, it's not luck. It's called your boy Harden, Mr. Defensive Player of the Year, in your yeah. eyes. Yeah. He disappears <laughs> in the playoffs. Dog, he's, he's shooting He like... was blind. He had 30 points and was blind. What are you talking about? He was blind. Yo, he bro. He eyes dramatic, Bro, oh all... Yo, all players... You know what I hate about NBA, too? Is like the NBA will, like... If you go to, like, their website, they'll be like, how are they going to stop Harden in these play? It's like, dog, have you been looking at the field goal percentage? He's stopping himself. He's yeah. not playing good. He has not played good the whole playoffs. Well, he's getting to the line a lot, so it balances out the missed shots. And I do I mean, think... dog, he has not been hot one game. Well, he's about to play at home, and uh, I do think... All right, let's talk about... There, in game one, the big controversy was over the landing rule stuff. Clay Thompson was arguably invading his space when he... La- I think he did invade his space on some of those. Um, Eagle, what, what do you think of... Uh, do you, you think that's a non-story? I didn't even see it. Okay. And but Ke- I do think if he was doing it, that that's a story. Yeah. Well, Kia, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. I mean, it can go both ways, but you got to give him room to land, so I get that. But then again, I feel like everybody that shoots threes these days just be kicking their legs out, so it's <laughs> it's kind of impossible to to judge that. Well, I th- like they gotta They got to figure out something because it's getting ridiculous at this point. Well, I think the issue for me was like, they weren't calling it because he kicks his legs out sometimes, but then it gave Clay Thompson a license to do it more so. I, I tell you what, no, if you're James Harden, you shouldn't be able to complain about anything the referees do. A lot of people be- are saying because, that because yo, James Harden has traveled so much that I just <laughs> I just got two K nineteen and I was looking at like some of the, like the special controls, and one of them is like a gather step control, and I'm like, this wasn't even in the thing until James <laughs> Harden started traveling. <laughs> And it says like, well, you gather step, then you take three more steps. I'm like, this isn't even basketball. Like that, I, that's not basketball. Does it only work for certain guys? Because you should be allowed to <laughs> gather step for Harden, but if you're gather stepping for like Hassan Whiteside, that should be a travel every time. <laughs> Son, he shouldn't be able to complain. The refs give him so many travels; they do not call one travel on him. A lot of people also. Don't... He doesn't play defense, so how does he know how to? play Oh, defense? he's been, he's been playing defense this series. Oh, how's our bet going, Will? Did uh, he stop anyone yet? Or uh... well, oh, well, oh where that money at, Will? Let's look at a. Uh, well, first of all, <laughs> this Uber against... was expensive. Did I put on this bet? <laughs> was I on this bet? Uh, yeah, yeah, we were both on this. We were yeah, both yeah. on this. That's right. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> look at the... first of all. If we look at the Jazz series and we figure out who he was guarding. I guarantee you that person scored under 10 points a game at least twice because because they put him on the worst player on the team because they mean, know he can the can't worst play offensive player on the Jazz is probably a guy who averages like 5 points a game. I mean, he's probably he's probably guarding uh Joe Inglis who probably didn't I'll I'll look up these numbers. I'll have them for next week. Wait, uh, what was our bet anyway? What was the bet? Yeah. It was that the guy Harden was guarding like primarily who he's guarding would but didn't average... he have to average over like 15 points in the regular season? Wasn't it something like that? Yeah, I think yeah. there was some okay. type of rules to this. Okay, so he had to average over 15 during the regular season and had to average less than 10 
at least twice during a series with Harden. And I mean, this series, he's been guarding. He's been guarding Clay well. He has not been guarding Iguodala well because the what I've noticed with Harden is like when the guy has the ball, he's pretty good at guarding him. But he has not been boxing out his dude at all, and that's been a problem. Because like, okay, coach, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how are you gonna? I love Key. How though. are you gonna do that to me? I'm just, I'm just listening. I'm trying to figure out how, where you going with this. Go ahead, stick up for your man's and his defense, and I'm saying what he needs to work on. His defense has been good. He just good? hasn't been boxing good. out. Yeah, it's been good. Well, Clay hasn't. Come on, bro. You're Clay got hot for a moment in game two, and then he didn't stay bro, hot. That's so that's crazy. Saying it's been good, bro. No, they've been. I mean, the games haven't been that high scoring. The team defense of the Rockets. Hasn't been that bad. Oh, we're not talking about the team defense. No, but... No, 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 uh, mostly Clay and- touches the ball off passes, dog. He does not dribble. Yeah, but you still got to get in his face when he shoots. Oh my god, how hard is it to get in somebody's face when they? No, don't you're move? right. It's probably super easy to guard Clay Thompson. That's your point, <laughs> Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, if you're an NBA player, you know how to you know get on the guy that catches the ball. Yeah, Clay no. doesn't move. Yeah, just the greatest catch and shoot guy of this era. He's a no, catch he's and probably- shoot guy, though. How hard is it to just be in front of him? Yeah, it's probably really moving. easy to contain him. He probably wouldn't. Score he doesn't if you move. Were so he, so he don't run off screens. I mean, he's not no, Rip he Hamilton. There. Oh, you, you remember Rip Hamilton? Do you remember Rip Hamilton? Yeah, JJ Redick does the same thing on your beloved Sixers. First of all, JJ Redick and Rip Hamilton run off screens better than Clay. Dog, Clay doesn't run off screens that well. Look, the he's most important thing about running player off, on a great team, dude. The most important thing about running off a screen is the part where you catch the ball, shoot it, and it goes in. And Clay is better than both those guys yes, at that. But he doesn't run. As well as both those guys. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to. Yeah. Because he's impossible to guard. Being, no, because the other teammates are being double and triple teamed. So he just gets wide open shots. That's How many times do you see Clay just standing there and he's wide open? Because somebody's double teaming, triple teaming Kevin Durant or Steph Curry. True. Mm-hmm. But if you watch him before he's wide open, he does some brilliant shit to get wide open. Yeah. Like being on a team with superstars. <laughs> That's what he does. It's brilliant. He's like, hey, look, you guys, my teammates are better than me. I'm wide open now. When guys are hurt, his <laughs> stats go up. And also— Because he's a great player. He's a great He's a great scorer. But he was a great scorer before Durant got there, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, I mean, it helps. Okay. So, does anybody think the Rockets have a chance? I think they have a shot, but I think James Harden plays no defense. I think that the Rockets <laughs> have a shot, and James Harden has played much improved defense. And I think they've got way unlucky in game. I hope the Rockets too. beat Golden State, because if they do— that makes the finals very interesting because I think a lot does. of teams in the East could beat the Rockets mm-hmm. and vice versa. Do you think there's anybody that can beat Golden State in the East? <sighs> it's tough, man. I mean, the Sixers have the best shot. I think the Raptors have the best shot just because That's of the perimeter so crazy defense. To me. That's so crazy to me. Okay. I mean, defense is great, but I, it, you know how they say defense wins basketball games? Yeah. I genuinely think in the NBA, offense wins basketball games. Yeah. And that's <laughs> not going to happen. Like, they could try to shut down Golden State. It's just not going to happen. Okay. Because who do they have that's going to score? Who do the Raptors have that's going to score? Kawhi. <laughs> Kawhi's averaging like almost 40 in the playoffs. He's what, what, like 35, 36? Who else? I mean, they got Pascal Siakam. Who? You, who? who? Pascal Siakam's who? been averaging who? like 20 plus. Who? And Kyle Lowry. Kid, did you just say who? Kyle who? Lowry. Who? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kia, how do you feel about Kyle Lowry? 
What about him? Do you think that he's uh, he can potentially put buckets in for uh, for the Raptors to help defeat the Sixers? He might average eighteen. That's nothing. Of course, he put, <laughs> of course, he can get buckets, but we just. Is it going to be consistently as, you know, they need? I don't know. But, of course, he can. He's an NBA. He's a all-star point guard. Like, of course. Yeah. But will he consistently? That's a great point because, you know, if there's one thing I noticed in round one, it was all-star point guards not consistently getting buckets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, anything else we want to say about the NBA playoffs? No? Nah. Okay, let's argue about Beyonce or Chris Brown. So a Ooh. week ago on Twitter, they were there was a lot of uh, there's almost like a Twitter civil war over who really? was the better performer, Beyonce or Chris That's so Brown. That's crazy. I wonder how that started. That's nuts. I uh, I can tell you probably started with like five high school kids and just exploded out from there. That's crazy. Um, I'll say I've seen them both live. Okay. Um, it's. It's apples and oranges a little bit, where they're both phenomenal, but it's apples and oranges, where it's like, you know what it's like? It's like Eddie Murphy versus Chris Rock in comedy. Okay. Where it's like, or it's like LeBron versus Kobe in basketball, where it's like one person is skilled and one person is naturally gifted. Chris Brown is gifted. Like, he's like genuinely gifted. Like, he's like, I mean, he's like the closest thing to Michael Jackson you're going to see off just like a ability, like gift. Like, he's gifted. Beyonce's yeah, like... Yeah, he's doing black backflips and shit on yeah, stage. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's he's an athlete. You know what I mean? Like, he could dunk. Like, the nigga is just gifted. But <laughs> but Beyonce is, like, a hard worker, bro. Like, Beyonce, when I saw her in concert, because I, I just worked at the Barclays Center. I wasn't buying Beyonce So tickets. she'd be Kobe or Chris Rock in this. Yeah, she... I mean, she literally never left the stage for two hours. And whenever she left, it was literally just walk back, get an outfit, go back out. Like, it's crazy. her stamina that she's built up is that of, like, a professional athlete. Like, it's insane. Two hours. Of dancing and singing at the same time, straight, no mm-hmm. breaks. Chris Brown, on the other hand, didn't do all that. <laughs> but when he was performing, it was the most phenomenal shit you've ever seen. Like, it was like he literally did a backflip while holding a note. And, like, you oh, know it was him. He wasn't lip syncing. And it was like, oh, this dude is, like, naturally just unbelievable. But she's unbelievable, too. But you know it's because she's in the gym, because she's in choreography. She's singing on treadmills. She's she just, working at it. She put out that Netflix thing where she's training like a UFC yeah. fighter. Chris Brown is just like fighting bitches and niggas. You know what I mean? Like he's <laughs> just walking around punching <laughs> men and women in the face while also being one of the best performers While ever. holding a note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just two different people. I, I can't say who's better. I can't. Okay, Kia, can you clear it up then? Um, It's it's hard. They're, like he said, it's apples and oranges. It is too different. I mean, Beyonce is Beyonce. First of all, I will never say a bad thing because the Beehive will come after me. <laughs> yeah, she's great. So, and I don't need that problem. But I wouldn't even like. I don't even have anything bad to say about her. And then I just. Well, how do we know you're telling incredible. the truth? You said you'd never say a bad thing, even if you did have something bad to say. Mm. Yeah, I just. I couldn't. He tried to get but, you caught up. <laughs> right? Don't don't do that. Hey, Beehive. Maybe she's withholding her <laughs> you bad know what? thing. You know what? I think the Beehive could bring us some uh, some listeners. Let me say something. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm not going to say anything bad about her, but what I will say is that whole Michael Jackson argument that people try to bring, where they say, like, she's Michael, she's just as big as Mike, she's bigger than Mike, she's this, she's that. Let me explain something, bro. I watched even a piece of that documentary, just a little piece of it, right? Yeah. Dog, she's not close to Michael. Bro, like, honestly, bro, <laughs> Michael had grown men and women fainting. They literally had ambulances at all of his performances ready to get people. That little boy toucher is untouchable. <laughs> like, yo... 
Beyonce's okay. not touching him, bro. She's just not. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know if people can remember, but he was killing people. People I think were dying at his concert. I bet you she's killed some people. She's performed to so many people. I'll tell you what. When they shot the documentary, I didn't see one person faint. That's a good point. And not only that, Michael stood on stage for four minutes straight at the Super Bowl. Four minutes. And didn't move. And people were fainting and screaming for four <laughs> minutes. That's not going to yeah, happen with Beyonce. Crazy shit. I don't, he's, he's literally on a level that's like it's like levels of just fame alone is like Jesus and then Michael. I think <laughs> she I think she just needs a signature dance move because he has the moonwalk. Boom. That's the difference yep. right there. She needs to invent a thing that's, that's never been done. That's really smart. And then we can talk about her. It's kind of like uh, you know when they talk about who the great scores in the league are and they compare them to Kobe. It's like okay when they get to eighty, we can start comparing them yeah, to Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Till they drop eight, I don't care what they average. Like, look. My guy, Harden, amazing score. When he gets to 80, we can start Which, comparing him to By Kobe. the way, bold, not so bold prediction, Devin Booker. I say Devin Booker within the next four years drops past 80. Yeah. Yeah. And Devin Booker, when he gets to the playoffs, really, like, when he gets to the second round, we can talk about him as, like, a great scorer compared to Kobe. I mean, he's already a great scorer. He but... just needs to get to the playoffs, but he's a great scorer. Yeah. And he's so young. Sorry, you guys. We went on a tangent. <laughs> go ahead. It's okay if we go on a basketball tangent. Though. But, yeah, Kia, go for it. I mean, that was it. I, I haven't <laughs> seen Chris Brown in person, and I really want to. But well, you'll be other than that. I don't know. They're both good. Well, I'm sure he'll come to Barclays. He, that's like one of his. Uh, he always is there mm-hmm. whenever he does his tours. Um. Yeah, I think that uh, if it were a body of work discussion, then I would say Beyonce by a lot. But just as a performer on stage, yeah, I think it's it's pretty close. Yeah. Um. In. Mm-hmm. In more music news, uh, I, I sent you guys the story about the 50 Cent feud with the, uh, the, the, the reality TV lady. Basically, to recap it real quick, is uh, 50 Cent um, was making fun of a reality TV show. And if 50 Cent makes fun of something, it's probably strategic. It was that show, uh, whatever, Vanderpump Rules. And uh, the, he was making fun of this girl on the show, and the girl goes... 50 you're not she like basically called him a girl she was like oh is is she mad about 50 cent and then 50 cent goes hey just so you know your husband owes me a million dollars and if he doesn't pay me it's gonna be a real problem for your family and then the husband texted 50 cent was like please i don't want any problems (laughs) and then of course he released it dude who's texting some bitch shit these days that's so funny that's the only thing i feel strong about this if you're gonna send some bitch shit just buy a plane ticket say the bitch shit in person you don't want receipts of that kind of thing so funny i don't know you guys weigh in on this that that was my only thought i want to start by saying 50 cent is arguably and this is a high class because rappers are really funny he's (laughs) arguably the funniest rapper ever like he's so funny (laughs) he's a funny dude very and he's funny. so petty. So petty. I aspire to be as petty as him one day. Me too. That Ja Rule thing where he bought like 20 tickets in the front row. So or like the whole funny. front two rows. It's crazy. And, and especially because the beef is over. Like it's been <laughs> like 15 years. You killed his career. What more do you want, 50? Like, no, leave him crazy. alone. <laughs> it is. He wants his life. He's taking all the life from him. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. It'd be like if LeBron started talking shit about like, the 2010 Pacers. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, leave it alone already. Jeez. Why are you mad at them? <laughs> like, you did it, bro. Just leave it alone. Uh, um, 50 is um, he's a special guy, man. I, I really think he's very funny. I think he's very petty. I remember, uh, I think the funniest thing I remember was from 50 is when he was beefing with, I want to say Rick Ross. 
he did this sketch where he was in a hospital bed with his <laughs> ears bandaged up, and his son comes in, and it's like his actual son. He goes, Dad, what's wrong? And he goes, I got air listening poison or some shit like that, like music <laughs> listening poison. He goes, what's that? He goes, when you sh- listen to shitty music, and it's a fucking album of, of Rick Ross next to the bed. It's so funny. That's funny. I'm like, dog, did the comedian write that? That's so good. Yeah. That's really <laughs> funny. Uh, so... Do you, uh, and it was interesting too because like Fifty Cent was coming off. Who did he just like kind of lose to in an internet beef before he lost to somebody? Before was like these Vanderpump Rules people, and then he just wiped the floor with them. You know. I also love how randomly like so many people owe Fifty money. Yeah. Like if like if right now I was supposed to, if I was to like to say like yeah Will Posner says <laughs> fuck Fifty Cent and somehow he heard it he'd be like all right well you let Kia know that she <laughs> owe me a million and then Kia be like oh shit I do owe him a million and then I I text him like yo Fifty I'm so sorry please don't hurt us <laughs> like, like how do all these people owe him money I don't know he just invests in a ton of shit <laughs> he's just like really good at investing he might be better he's at probably that a loan than... shark you think so <laughs> yeah, that makes sense he's I mean no but maybe. Dude, if if he was a loan shark, I would just bet on something that I knew would lose so that he would come to my house and I'd be like, yeah, I'll give you your $1,000, but can you sign a bunch of shit for me? <laughs> I just wanted to meet you. Yeah. Uh, in other rapper news, uh, Kanye is making a TV show about, about Kanye, this. potentially starring Jaden Smith is attached to play Kanye. Eagle, you're making a face. How do you feel about how do you feel about this? I love Kanye. I think it's very wide known. I'm I, I'd like to believe I'm his biggest fan in the whole yeah. world. Um I I think this show is gonna suck. <laughs> and I love Kanye. And I think it'll be different. I think it'll be very creative. He's definitely an artist. Um but he made a show before, people don't remember. He made like a puppet show and it was terrible. Yeah. And I don't it got canceled that. quickly. It a was puppet like, show? Yeah, it was like a puppet show and it was on TV. And people were hyped about it, and it got canceled quickly because it was ridiculously, like, like just weird. Like, it was like, what the fuck is this? It was puppets. So that got canceled, and I kind of think it's going to be the same thing. Also, like— Was I, it for kids or for adults? I think it was for adults, but, like, it was like, ugh. And then, like— <laughs> I mean, I support Kanye in all his endeavors. You know, I, I support the fact that they're going to go along with it, and maybe it will do well. You never know. He mm-hmm. might surprise the world. Jaden's not terrible, you know, I guess. Jaden's pretty good. He's— yeah. uh, Jaden's the right person to do some shit with Kanye. He's another mm-hmm. weirdo, you know. Yeah. So maybe. Um, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I kind of just want Kanye to drop another album. I I agree with that. Kia, do you? Uh, would you watch this show? I just need to know, like, what's it about? Is it about Kanye? Yeah, or it's is about it... him. It's autobiographical, but it's, like, but it's not autobiographical. Okay. It's him in an alternate universe. So it's like him if he got a job as like something else. <laughs> it's him if he wasn't Kanye the rapper. Is it like the everybody hates Chris kind of thing, where it's like not really him, but he's narrates it? Well, yeah, it's like a younger version of him, kind of like everybody hates Chris. Because in everybody huh. hates Chris, it is him. But yeah, it's that's like straight version. autobiographical. Though. That's yeah. stories from his life and from some stories that are from the writers of that show that didn't happen to him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, see, I don't know. I would, I mean, I would watch it, but it's I don't know what to expect. So it's gonna be. I need to have an open mind going into it because I'm pretty sure if I expect one thing, it's going to be completely different. So a piece of me, be... a piece mm. of me wants it to fail, Kia. Yeah. Why? Only because when Kanye fails at doing some like weird other art, he comes back with like the most fire album ever because he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, I'm only good at rap, and then like, he, <laughs> he like kills it. But here's the the thing about Kanye that I was why I'm quietly optimistic about this is because Kanye 
does really bad at his first attempt at anything, and then the Ooh, second attempt is great. So, that's like, a good point. What people say about him as a rapper, like, people are like, yeah, I heard Kanye before he was Kanye, and it was terrible. And then, like, with fashion, it was like he made those confred- Confederate flag jackets yeah, he made and the then shirts the Yeezys, with the holes in them and shit. Which and makes then the me Yeezys. Think his first attempt at politics, backing Trump. Very bad decision. Now, Kanye 2024, yeah. greatest president ever. He's going to have, like. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe 2024 he'll be like, I just hey, want him to remix the Star Spangled Banner, man. I would vote for him just so he could fucking sample, cut up some samples on that. Yeah. Woo! Can the president do that? Can they like change our national anthem? I think there's a there's a rule that if Kanye becomes president, he's allowed to feature most F on the Star Spangled Banner. That'd be fire. Just like 30 seconds of most F rap. They could keep the same lyrics, dog. Just like give it a different beat. Yeah. Put DMX on it. Ooh, fire. (laughs) Okay. Oh my. Copyright that. Give me my money. We got We've talked about Fifty Cent for two minutes, and now Kia's. Turning into that. You know what's funny? People make fun of Kanye. <laughs> people make fun of Kanye running for president, but that's the exact same thing they did with Trump. Yeah. And not Ugh. only that, people will say, like, oh, but what about the money? He's literally a billionaire now. He has the money to run for president. Yeah. The reason he can't be president, though, is because you can't be as badly behaved as Trump and black and be president. It just Why won't. not? Because everybody that's black will vote for him. No, right? they won't. No, they won't. A lot of blacks will. Uh, a lot of blacks will. And then he's also going to get all his fans. All his fans that are legal age are going to vote. His fans will vote for him. <laughs> Which is – he's got more fans than Trump had. Yes, but he also won't get Republic. He's not going to get like He'll get Southern Republicans. Baptist he's been supporting Trump this whole time. He's going to get all those white racist people. They're going to vote for Kanye. He's been supporting Trump. It's genius. He might win <laughs> if he actually runs. And he has the money. I, I can't I can't predict – I can't say <laughs> that that will happen. Uh, I would love it. It's He's just a so popularity funny. contest at this point. It is. True. So. I'll say that he's polarizing. Uh, he's more polarizing than Trump. He could say some reckless stuff when he runs. Look, you don't have to convince me. I'm voting for him. <laughs> See, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think he can win. <laughs> well, he got Will's vote, so he's gonna win. I love that. Okay, well, if if he if he if Kawhi wins Finals MVP again, then we'll, that'll bode well for Kanye. Kia, realistically speaking, would you vote for Kanye? Hell no. <laughs> Okay. I well, would not vote well for we Kanye. got two out of three here. That's a winning percentage. <laughs> would, would you vote for Beyonce? Hell no. Oh, you hear that, Beehive? <laughs> wow, Beehive. You hear that? <laughs> no, because I want Beyonce 41. to focus on music and entertainment. Oh. I want her to be stressed out. Oh, oh nice yeah, no, she seems nice really thing. mellow right now. You know, she doesn't seem stressed at all with trying to usurp Michael Jackson as the greatest performer of all time. That's probably a pretty. <laughs> I think she is shooting for it. Yeah? I think she acts like she's not, but I'm pretty sure she's shooting for it. Yeah. What do you think is more likely, her being the greatest performer of all time or you guarding Clay Thompson in a five-on-five game? Her being the greatest performer of all time. <laughs> okay. You got Clay yeah. locked down. Okay. But uh, Kanye winning presidency or her being the greatest performer of all time? I go Kanye. I go Kanye, too. <laughs> I think she's oh, too far Lord. behind the ball. I think Kanye. You know what older. else? I, I think that uh, there is a prisoner of the moment element to this. I think that uh, when people say Beyonce is better than Michael Jackson, I also think – because I've been like reading old book, like biographies and stuff. I think James Brown's better than Michael Jackson. I think James Brown is the greatest performer in the history of Dude, James Brown invented like three genres. It's like he has an effect on pop, how pop is today, and then also R&B and hip hop is all him. You know what's crazy? I think when it comes to Mike and this is a big thing, even when you hear my argument against Mike versus Beyoncé, 
I think to some extent, fame comes in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like your performance is, is shaking the crowd because of who you are. Mm-hmm. Like him standing there really isn't that special, but it's it's something about the fact that it's him. There's this mystique. It's like when Chappelle does, it's like mystique mm-hmm. that adds to the performance element. I think mystique. I used to and think James like that. Brown doesn't have that. No, he did. He did for sure. No. James Brown was so good that at a time like he for, was a great performer for, for sure. the first half of his career, it was like he wasn't allowed to perform to white people because of segregation, and then for the second half, it was like. Oh, we need to see this guy. It was basically like he he tried to steer away. He's the only entertainer I can think of who tried actively to steer away from a white audience. And they're like, no, you're too good. We need to be able to watch you. Nobody else steered away from a white audience. I don't know, man. All I could think of is people fainting. People almost lost their lives just by seeing Michael. Yeah. You know? Well, I think the same thing People happened. were like, take my little white boy. They were giving their sons to Michael. That's how phenomenal of a performer. But you he know was. how Michael Jackson invented the moonwalk. <laughs> you know the thing where like the microphone stand almost falls to the ground and then the performer kicks it back towards them. James, James Brown invented Brown. that. But shit. But you know what? The leaning dance, that whole lean that everybody tries to figure out. You know Fat how they Joe. do that? No, I don't know. The what lean dance. dance Michael had them put hooks oh, yeah. in the floor, and he would calculate his moonwalks and his dances so well. That his feet would slide into the hooks, and he had hooks on the bottom of his shoes that would hook onto the hooks, and then he could lean his body at a degree that's literally impossible. It sounds it, like cheating. That sounds like kicking your legs out on a jump like shot. Sounds like a phenomenal performer. No, to think a, that far into sounds shit. Sounds like he knew what he was doing. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Come on, bro. I ain't see James Brown leaning. Okay. He Get with it, Will. Get with it. Drugs. <laughs> I think he probably leaned. I don't know. <laughs> it was a different type of lean. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, anything anything more about any of that? I got one story left on here. Um, okay, let's let's go to it. Uh, so LeVar Ball is doing a basketball camp in Europe uh, in three different cities. Each one's three days long. It's $450 to attend for three days, which I think is pretty reasonable. Would, Sounds like a steal. Would you want to go to a LeVar Ball basketball camp? Hell yeah. yeah. Let me go watch that. You would watch. See what are they doing? You would. You would. I mean, you would play. You wouldn't just. You'd probably. He'd probably try to adopt you into the family, Kia. <laughs> I'm cool. I like my family, but thank you. But I'm good. No, nah, I wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> I personally wouldn't go participate. I wouldn't suggest my brothers to go participate either. Well, I have one brother, but if I had more, <laughs> I wouldn't tell them to go. I well, just... now that now that you're in Lavar Ball's family, you have not just your brother, but you have Lamelo, <laughs> Leangelo. And Lonzo. I'm just interested to see, you know, how it's going to work, the setup, just everything. Um, I think he probably... I feel like lavar has been very quiet lately in the media. So, I don't know. Is this his big, like, I'm back, bitches? <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. Would you go, Eagle? Eh. Uh, eh. Nah, nah. No. Well, where is it at? What cities is it in? So, there's one in Austria, and I don't... One in Austria, one in Spain, and one in the third place. It might be Turkey. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure where the third city is. I think this is your whack story of the week. <laughs> you were killing it though. I was. I this was is doing still pretty, pretty good. good. This is still pretty good compared to your usual whack story of the week. Yeah, this is that good. is true. Okay. And and I, I mean, I just whenever I think <laughs> of the Ball family, like I just think like, man, I really want Lamelo to be great. I don't know why. I yeah. think I just like his personality. I like the fact that. 
he almost looks like he doesn't really love basketball, but he's kind of like Michael Jackson into it, like like Joe Jackson, <laughs> you know, that type of situation. Yeah. Like, he's kind of just, I don't know why I keep on bringing up Michael, but <laughs> he's, he, you know, he just seems like he's not really into basketball, but he is really good. He's naturally talented. He's lanky. He's long. Mm-hmm. He's a giant now. Yeah, he's really big, and he plays point guard still. Is I, kinda, he, I just want him to be great. I don't know why. Is he the youngest or the middle one? Youngest. The youngest one's supposed to be good. Like, people are saying he's going to, is he going to play college ball? Or is he going to play in Europe? I, don't I, know. I think he's going to play college ball. Yeah. They were saying, like, oh, UCLA would be lucky to have the youngest one. Really? Is though. he a, is he a top prospect? Yeah, he's been, like, climbing like crazy this year. So he started the year outside the top 100, and now he's, like, in the 40s. No way. Yeah. Great, man. I yeah. really – I root for him. I don't know why. I, I just – Dude, I like all his those swagger. kids are so likable. Yeah, they the are. The kids are so likable. The dad is a psycho, but the kids are all likable. kids are very likable. Yeah. I have a, yeah. Honestly, I think he's a great dad. I think he's a great dad. Yeah. I, I don't think he's a bad dad at all. I think, if anything, we're just not used to seeing a, a, a black father in the spotlight. <laughs> but if this is like a white dude taking care of his kids like that and forcing them into sports, we'd all be like, oh, it seems regular. Like, I think he's <laughs> he's a little bit of an attention whore, but I don't think that has to do with the way he treats his kids. I think that he treats his kids fine. I think he's a good dad the same way that when uh, my wife watches, like, The Real Housewives of wherever – I'm like, she's probably a good parent, but she's a terrible TV personality. But I think it's the same thing with, like, Trump and Kanye so, so. where, like, these white ladies on Real Housewives, you see them be goofy and attention whore-ish, and you're like— Are you really talking about Real Housewives right now? No, I kind of agree with them, though. Okay, but there's about to be a good <laughs> point here. <laughs> that's a good point. So you see them on TV be attention whore and you're like, oh, that's disappointing. But then people see LeVar do the exact same thing, and they're like, I'm offended. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I don't. He's just an attention whore. He's like nowadays you don't have to have talent to be a celebrity, and that's him. Yeah, you just have to be in a in the right situation that can do it yeah. for some people. Um, well, that's it. Any anything else you want to weigh in on the on the whack topic of the week here? Um, no, I've never seen Real Housewives of anything, so you lost me on that. Will is a Real Housewife of New York. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's I, that I, even I didn't mean? Have anything? You took real offense. <laughs> I, I didn't take y'all, offense. Y'all I was like, "Can see this?" But Will took real offense. No, no, no. Like, that his was body not, language went off. Like that he was, was like, not what? the emotion. The emotion was, <laughs> I want to laugh to be supportive, but there's nothing in that joke Listen, man, that I can laugh. Sometimes you about. bomb in life, man. No, That's, hey. You know, I bombed. Hey, uh, I I just did too with that topic. Apparently, so. <laughs> We're in the same boat. You had worse though, so it's okay. It this wasn't was a that good bad. Topic yeah, man. To some of them. No, that's true. That's that's how I'm gonna be able to look in the mirror tonight. I'm gonna be like, look, I've I've done worse. So, <laughs> uh, okay. Any any Game of Thrones predictions for uh, for this coming episode, Kia? Everybody gonna die again. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. Coming episode. The way everybody was reacting, I thought that shit was the last episode. Nah, man, that's how good the show is. It's just one Yo, episode came out Aria and everybody is tripped. My bitch, dude. The way the show is, it like you know those albums where every song could be the single. It's like every every episode could be the season finale. Is that good? How often do they come up with episodes? Uh, there's, I think, six in this season, and th- we had three. So yeah. once every week. Yeah, once a week. Yo, Sunday. people be tripping like this shit is like, yo, this yeah. is why I don't watch shows like this. You end up being a crackhead. I don't want to suck a dick for Game of Thrones. Yeah, no. Uh, luckily, 
Uh, I don't think anybody has had to yet. <laughs> you don't know that. Somebody probably out somebody there probably has. Somebody probably has. There probably is somebody that's like, oh, fuck, my HBO Go is canceled. I got to find somebody to watch mm-hmm. this show with. Mm-hmm. And guess like, who got HBO Go, baby? Yeah. I do. And you listen to this? No. That's bad. I just got me too, probably. No, that was that was funny. <laughs> I co-signed that one with a laugh. Um, okay. So, uh, if you want to follow us, I feel like after this episode, you either really want to follow us or probably are are not gonna. But we might get unsubscribed by a couple it's pol- people. It's polar. This polarizing episode. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought the worst thing was Kia saying that Beyonce shouldn't be Preston. I really think the Beehive. Yeah, I thought that was has really to stand towards, on. You know, the Beehive. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> do you do you think the Beehive wants her to be president or want her making music? What you think? Wow, that was like oh, the wait, wait, wait! You're trying to you're trying to pigeonhole Beyonce to either the president or an artist. Why can't she be both? Wow, you see how he's <laughs> twisting your words, Kia. He's gonna. Well, they... you're lucky I'm not there right now. <laughs> <laughs> lucky. Okay, well, if people want to follow you, Kia, they can do that. If if people in the Beehive want to tweet at you, or in, you can't really. Can they do shit on Instagram? They just do, like, the B emoji at the bottom of your post. And then it's like, oh, thank you. The algorithm is probably showing this to more people now. Keep putting exactly. B emojis. So come on. Let me get all the, <laughs> the little B comments. I don't even say anything bad. I just don't want a president. That ain't bad. Mm, I don't know. We'll let the people decide. <laughs> mm, fine. All right. So if people want to follow you, they can follow you on Instagram at kstokes 41 They can follow Eagle at EagleWit and me at Will Posnan. They can follow... The show at Hangtime Podcast, and we'll see you next week.